Hey y'all. What's up, people? I'm Kay. And I'm B. And we're about to give y'all the tea. So grab your favorite cup and cozy on up. And let's get to sipping. So, sis, what are we sipping on today? Today's episode, we are sipping on some TLC, tea, love, and care. But as you know, before we get into it, we gotta do a little bit of catching up. So, B. How have you been since last we spoke? Uh, girl, I'm trying to remember my life. Um, <laughs> what has happened since the last time we spoke? Um, yeah, nothing. Oh, um, I have a trip coming up. I think I talked about it briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, going to Europe, and we it's like a ten day, eleven day trip. No, that's ten day, whatever. Um, and so we've expanded. <clears throat> Originally, it was going to be just London, Paris, and Barcelona. Um, but we are like, let's make the most out of it. So we're now also going to Amsterdam mm. and Brussels. And so I'm super excited really for Brussels because fun fact, I was born in Belgium. Uh, we're going to be taking a train everywhere and, um, yeah, so that's been pretty much it. Um, I think... Yeah, no, that does sound really exciting. So, like, are y'all going to have a Cheetah Girls moment in Barcelona? Oh, of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Look, okay. Because the thing is, I like to coordinate outfits. My friends who I'm going with, they're just like, you're doing the most. I'm like, I don't care. No. Like, for Barcelona, if we don't coordinate for Barcelona, <laughs> and we have to go to the place, I forget the name, but it's on the list. We have it's to go the there. We have to do the dance. Okay? Yeah. Like... We have to do it. So the whole music number. I'm looking forward to the video. Same, 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 same. <laughs> and I'm just like, and we're all dancers, like, or can keep a beat. So I'm just like, this should be easy enough, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited. But I think that's really been it as far as like exciting life updates. Um yeah, that that's it. What's up so, with you? Well, before I get into that, this might be like a dumb thing, y'all. Please don't judge me. But is Brussels where Brussels sprouts come from? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, um, <laughs> I just know that Belgium is known for like you know Belgian waffles, waffles. and beer, yeah, and um chocolate. Mm-hmm. So those are like the the three main things. Um, as far as like Brussels and Brussels sprouts, I have no idea. I could not tell you that. Y'all, if anybody that's listening knows this, please DM us and let us know. <laughs> that's facts. Because I'm curious. I mean, I can easily Google it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but on to me. Um, yeah, nothing nothing really super exciting. I have started back my classes. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, there was a period where I was a little bit, like, upset. Um, yeah, because I'm just having to repeat classes. But again... People have, like, I'm not the first person or only person that ever has to repeat anything. And so it's like, there's that. But then also it's like, I'm applying myself and being really intentional this time. And so, not say I wasn't intentional before, but, like, this time I'm like, I got to get a 4.0. That's just my intention. And then whatever happens, happens. Before, it was like, I can at least get a B. And that's how I've been my all my life. Like, as long as I get a B, it's fine. It can easily get a B, no problem. Do I need to shoot for an A? No, because B's are decent. Like, B's are good, but mm-hmm. A's are better. Um, so, I'm shooting for an A in my classes. Um, oh, my gosh. I had my six-month evaluation at my job. And how did that go? That, it went better than expected, okay? Like, I... <laughs> I was a little, like, not nervous. Like, okay, so I started off a little bumpy. Um, just getting used to, my job is 40 minutes from me. And so getting, like, that time down with traffic and trying to figure out the traffic patterns. and Like, I just, I was late a lot, unfortunately. But, um, so I did start off bumpy. But she had acknowledged, she's like, you did start off a little rough, but, you know, you've been on time and da-da-da. And um, you've been doing your work and, like, just saying all these things. Because I'm thinking I'm making all these mistakes um because it gets told back to me like oh yeah you forgot to do this or what happened here and I'm like oh my god I don't know what happened <laughs> like where my mind was and so 
you know, and I was telling her, like, I'm, of course, probably harder on myself because I thought this was going to be a lot less than it was. Like, I thought y'all were going to say you fired. I mean, it's not that bad, but I was, I was like, ugh. But it went really well. Um, my overall rating was exceeding expectations. Ooh, beautiful. We'd love to see it. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's about it as far as updates go. Um, oh, I got my Renaissance fit without buying my Renaissance ticket. You know, priorities. <laughs> <laughs> Look, do what you gotta do. Cause I'm just like, you know, I feel like if I buy it, it'll, it'll, you know, keep me motivated to like buy the tickets. But they say, like, I've been seeing a lot of stuff, but I'm like, I've been seeing stuff that says if you buy the ticket, like between the week and two weeks before the show, it's cheaper than it is now. But I'm like, it's the Houston show. Is it really <laughs> going to go down or is it going to go up because it's the Houston show? Right. Well, girl, so, I tell you. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm going to have to watch in spirit and like plan like a a little Beyonce Renaissance place at my apartment. But yeah, I, I'm being very, very optimistic that I will be going to this concert. Look, I'm sending you all the positive energy in the world so you can make that concert. Yes. And happy belated B. B happy belated birthday B. That was weird. Oh, yeah. oh, I was like, what, what? do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, you're a couple months late, friends. No, I was saying happy belated B day, and then it in my mind it just didn't it didn't process properly. But yes. Miss Miss Queen B. Yes, yes, I got it now. Okay. But yes, happy birthday to the queen. Let's get into it. So um, as we said earlier, this week's episode or today's episode is about um, TLC. So tea, love and care. And uh, we're just going to discuss love and all forms of it. So according to Sternberg's triangular theory of love, there are three components of it. Intimacy, passion and commitment. These can, o- these can apply in romantic relationships and other interpersonal relationships. The presence, absence, and combination of these components make up seven different types of love, which I thought was very interesting. And, like, we're just gonna, I'm just going to read through this real quick mm-hmm. of, like, what each of the lo- types of love, like, encompass. And so friendship is intimacy without passion or commitment. Infatuation is passion without intimacy or commitment. Empty love is commitment without passion or intimacy, which I'm like, oh, well, you get the commit. Anyways, but this one threw me for a doozy. Romantic love is passion and intimacy without commitment. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, compassionate love is intimacy and commitment without passion or sexual desire, um, typically known as platonic love. And uh, fatuous love is commitment and passion without intimacy and consummate love is commitment passion and intimacy represents the ideal relationship so we're just going to sum all those up into three different types of love platonic which is friendship romantic and self yeah let's deep dive into it because one of these definitions I don't necessarily agree with so you know (laughs) one of them I mean, maybe a lot of them, but one for sure I definitely don't agree with. But I, yeah. I, I think I think we're on the same page here, friend. Because I was like, hmm. yeah. Wait, which one are you? Which one are you thinking? Um, for me, it's romantic and um, empty. Like that's what I was like commitment, but I guess if it's like out of obligation. But romantic, I feel like romantic comes with the commitment like it's passion and intimacy with the commi- commitment so that's where like it threw me for a loop um which one do you disagree with uh friendship <laughs> okay so i actually agree with the empty love and romantic love and, and we can i guess talk about it yeah in, i don't know now or later but with the friendship one it you know int- intimacy without passion or commitment i don't believe in that because i think i believe that it takes commitment to uphold a friendship, you know, mm-hmm. I commit to my friendships, you know, on whatever level is needed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know it what their definition of commitment is, mm-hmm. but I commit to a friendship, like, you know, whatever we're doing, 
however I think, our friendship dynamic is like yeah yeah I think that's the companionate love where it's intimacy and commitment like the platonic relationships um so I guess like you said like it's a, we uh depending on how you define friendship like you could be like oh that's my friend and y'all only are co-workers but like you're not like friend friends but like you're mm-hmm. like my okay. friend like okay. you are my 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 ride or die so like i i agree with the friendship versus the companionate love because like you're my companion and like you know your compadres like your people that you write like your ace boon coon like people that you are close with versus like your coworker that you're just really cool with and y'all can go for happy hour every so often and you kind of sort of talk about life but you're not going to call this person up if you were um <laughs> had to get some bail okay okay i see it so the companion okay the word companion then just threw me off because i'm like huh but okay <laughs> i see what you're saying so companion love will be like best friend that's my sister right like, it's okay and a friendship's like that's my associate or barely even barely <laughs> but like okay okay I yeah. see it I see it okay I do agree with that statement now that I have you know we talked Been about it talked about but it yeah with the empty love I mean I agree with it because there are people who are in like a um, loveless relationship you know um that are just staying in relationship for other factors than the mm-hmm. fact that they want to be with each other so I do like they're committed because of whatever you know reasons yeah or obligations but they don't love that person there's no intimacy there's no fire so i do agree with the empty love statement the one that really threw me for a doozy was a romantic love because i was like what i would have thought but i do like how they said like the consummate love like it's typical of the relationship like where it's all of it um Mm -hmm. and even like in this passage it was also saying that romantic love is short-term love and i was like huh like what (laughs) But it does make sense. Like, you know, you have moments of romance, like where it's like, oh, I brought you this. So it's like that brief moment of romance, but you have to keep the romance alive. So you have to keep mm-hmm. doing these things to keep that, you know? I, so, yeah. yeah. But anyways, let's dive into these definitions. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to read the first one or do you want me to read all of them? Uh, I'll read the first one. <clears throat> okay. So the first one is platonic. And so we have three sub-definitions for platonic. So the first one is love conceived by Plato. That's a philosopher. (laughs) (laughs) Ascending from passion for the individual to complementation of the universal and ideal. Second, a close relationship between two persons in which sexual desire is non-existent or has been suppressed or sublimated. Lastly, layman's terms, a type of love that is distinctly non-sexual, non-romantic, while still being deep, close, and meaningful. And see, I really liked that definition, because I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyways, um, so the next one that we're going to uh, discuss is romantic or romance, and it is a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love, a quality or feeling of mystery excitement and remoteness from everyday life yeah and then our last definition is going to be for self-love self-compassion and that is regard for one's own well-being and happiness or an appreciation of one's own worth virtue self-love begins when we observe our actions and words with compassion as if we were our own best friend Mm Yes. So let's go ahead and dive into these discussion questions. Let's like mm-hmm. really get down to the nitty gritty about love in all its forms. Mm-hmm. So you want to go first or you want me to start things off? I can start. All right, um, cool. So after reading this in depth <laughs> definition from many different angles, um, what is your definition of love? And see, my definition of love is going to change um, depending on the context, right? Mm -hmm. But love is just this deep, like, something you really can't, like, explain. It's this deep, heavy feeling that you have either towards yourself, if you're known for talking about self-love, or others, which can be familiar, friendship, or romantic. Mm -hmm. And it's just loving every aspect of oneself or another person and like taking that 
wholeheartedly. So the things that they see as flaws, you find beautiful, you know? The things that I see as flaws in myself, I find beautiful. That's just like who makes, what makes me me or makes the other person themselves and makes me love them, appreciate them. It's really hard to put in words because I feel like it's not, the words I'm saying now aren't even like powerful enough to describe love mm-hmm. in the way that I see it or the way that I've experienced it with people. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's basically all I can conjure up right now as far as like my definition of love. I just I just had like a beautiful poetic piece from what you said. <laughs> is that basically love is the colors and the sounds that have never been invented or not invented, but like that, you know how I say like love is, not love, but like there's colors in if you believe in heaven, but there's colors in heaven that we can't even see like with our um, mm-hmm. natural eye or naked eye. So love is that. Like love is the sounds that, you know, these heavenly sounds. Like you just can't put words to it because there is no word for it. It's just there. Right. Um, but yeah, for me, love is very universal. And then it kind of like I embody love. And I mean, my last name is Valentine. <laughs> but... <laughs> everything about me is love but no I like I I move with love and then it it kind of I present it differently in whatever aspect I'm in so like whether it's seeing a stranger on the side like I always greet people because it's like why wouldn't you greet people it's rude I mean I feel like it's rude not to but that could just be the southern bell in me but I feel like it's rude not to to at least smile say hi how are you doing and that's it um or like with my family, like I'm really close to my family and I'm very family oriented and I um, desire to have strong connections with my family. And if, if, if I don't get that, it does hurt. It leaves a wound. And so it's like that there's that. Then there's my level of like how I present love and my friendships. But um, we'll, we'll get to, the, to, the, to what I'm about to say later. But um, present love in my friendships. Like I do something for like my friends. Like if I know you've had a bad day I'll buy you your favorite like candy or a book or something that I know will cheer you up um and like I kind of do the same but like different for everybody like it it that makes sense um so for me love is just like it's it's a it's a state of being that's the best way I can say it. it's a state of being it's it's like I know there's like say what's a noun it's a verb but no it's a state of being like for me, it's 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 who I am, and I and I embody it with everything. I, I try to show love to everybody and everything, even my coworkers. So there was a month today <laughs> in, our, in our clinic, and I didn't want. I just wanted to get out to get it out of my space, but my coworker was like, "You like those animal loving types? <laughs> I'm not gonna kill it. it. Didn't do anything to me." Um, but yeah, it just that's just an example of everything I like seeing all the like the the thought that goes into making like a scene or things like that so I analyze that um so just like sharing like those piece of pieces of myself like making connections with those pieces of myself like my nerdy self my and I guess my nerdy encompasses my movie movie and what is the word analyst analyst (laughs) movie analyst um also like having like my goofy like accepting my weirdness you know I'm a very I tend to be very weird and like or like being able to just wanting to just play floors love in the middle of the store you know like Mm -hmm. doing different things like that I still don't even think I can even put specific words to it it's just maybe I can't okay accepting me and being like you said being willing to do all the craziness like okay that's that's Kehlani I'm with it (laughs) let's do it (laughs) and like not judging or anything like that um but also engaging in it like okay yeah the floor is lava let's go um so yeah being doing everything and everything and nothing with each other and speaking about everything and nothing with each other that's how I can put the words to it I wholeheartedly agree um so do you feel after like I guess us discussing all three um of the loves that we're just talking about again as a reminder is uh platonic romantic and self-love do you feel that you have a well-rounded love life so yes and no 
in a sense of a romantic part, no. But I don't necessarily care for that in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. With the people that I currently have in my life, I feel very content with my love life. You know, my the love that I have with myself has been cultivated for 27 years. Has, mm-hmm. I have went through a whole bunch of shit, you know? Um, you know, there's been people in my life who have been the meanest to me. I have been meanest to me and just like to come out on the other end of it and just love myself wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. You know, that the love I have for myself, wait, not even my mama. And she, you know, and you know, sometimes like, I don't know for other people, but like my mother for a while was the only person in the world who could just like say something and get me automatically bent out of shape. Okay? Mm-hmm. But now I'm no longer like, you know, in that space. Um, with my friends, I have also cultivated those relationships. And so it's, I feel very content with the level of love that my friends give and that I hopefully, um, giving back to them and whatnot. And it's just like, because of those aspects, because of the, like, which I like to call platonic love, communal love. Mm. I have my community and whatnot because of those two aspects romantic love can come and go you know Mm -hmm. and I would say like you know it's nice it would be nice to have it would be great to have romantic love but I'm not like ooh, if I die by myself I'm not necessarily dying by myself I have my friends and family you know right right like if I didn't have my community I don't even care about romantic love (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know like so for me I do believe that I have a well-rounded love life and that if romantic does come into the picture it'd be a nice bonus you know so Mm -hmm. that's how I feel about it what about you um so for me it's um I I do believe that I have now a well-rounded love life um even though like I'm not in a romantic relationship I have an idea and I like expectation of not really expectation but like a standard I guess that's the same thing but so I guess expectation of like what I would like my romantic life to look like um and like what I expect to have in it so nothing else is is accepted like a bunch of these dusty crusty people (laughs) but (laughs) yeah so I'm content being single until I get that like that's that's where I stand romantically um but like with my friends and myself there has been like multiple like I still do tend to be a people pleaser Mm -hmm. um and where it's like I sacrifice myself to please people around me and honestly that's not quality relationships um yes hey hold on it cut it like cut out last thing I heard you said was people pleaser Oh wow! I don't know if it recorded. Okay, well I'll do forty nine eleven. Or not? Hold on, let me find where the thing on mouse is. Um. Forty nine forty. Okay, I'll start up in like two seconds. So with people pleasing, like I would end up sacrificing myself in like in all of my relationships. So with my friends, um, I would like hold my tongue. I would feel like I would feel slighted, but like not want to speak up because I don't want to lose a friendship or I don't want to feel like this person's upset with me. Uh, with my family, my especially my parents, like I wouldn't say anything um, because you don't want to seem like you're coming off as disrespectful. So it's like, I don't know how to speak up for myself because I, one, was told that that was a problem. If I spoke up, it's called talking back. So, um, but now, like, I'm coming into a place where I'm like, you know what? Me acknowledging myself is also loving my friends and my, loving my family. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, like, I, I, I guess it makes sense to you, but I'm like, I don't know if I can explain a little bit more, but, like, um, for example, my mom, um, and she, she doesn't, she doesn't mean ill intent, but like, she does tend to comment on my body a lot. Like, oh, you need to lose weight or why can't you just like, just like lose a little bit more. Like, so 
before like it, it would in like uh, if y'all listen to our body positivity uh, episode it was something that I did struggle with and I struggle with body dysmorphia even though I know I look like a conventional like beauty standard um, woman it just like it's still like I was internalizing a lot of things and so recently we had a conversation I was like I don't I'm good I'm content with myself I'm actually really happy with my body and the way it looks I appreciate my body and the things that it does because there are people in this world that are unable to do what, what the simple things my body does um and there's just that and so just like loving myself and uh I feel like in loving myself because it's all connected so like I feel like in loving myself I'm also loving of it like the others in my in my life um if I speak up for myself and speak up like something that you did that bothered me I'm speaking up for myself if you love me and you or like I care for you because I want to save the relationship so I'm speaking up not save but I cherish the relationship. So I'm speaking up because something bothered me. And if I don't, I'm going to hold on to it and I'm going to explore it at some point. So mm-hmm. in the moment of it bothering me, I value the friendship. I value the relationship. I value fr- the family, familial friendship, relationship, whatever it is. But um, so I'm speaking up because I want to continue this, this, what we have going. However, if you don't respect that or if you don't acknowledge that, then it's like you're not someone that I want in my life. Um, so that's where I am. Um, that's why I feel like I'm like in all well-roundedness. Um, some areas that I feel like could use a little bit more TLC is definitely for me, myself. And that just goes in in part with speaking up for myself and mm-hmm. um, acknowledging when I need help and or um, just things like that, like, you know, not taking on the burden of life by myself because that's a point of friends that's a point of family um they're meant to help you lift your burdens and so I'm working on finding ways of reaching out and finding ways to to ask or things like that so um that's an area that can use a little bit more TLC and of course like finding more of my passions or indulging in my passions like painting um reading um and stuff like that yeah, girl, I feel you. With TLC, I feel like, I don't know, my life, TLC. My life, my life, my life, my life. <laughs> TLC can definitely, like, I guess more so for me is that because my friend group is so, like, widely spread apart, it's hard to see, like, you know, my friends, like, how we used to in college and just mm-hmm. everybody lived in the same place. So it was just so easy to, like, Hey, let's have a game night. Hey, come over and watch this. Da, 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 da. So for me, I guess with TLC, it's just being if what is needed is that I just need to see my friends for more. I, I miss y'all. I miss y'all. Mm-hmm. So, I miss you. <laughs> so that's like, I guess, what my little TLC needs to be. Um mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, my love life with my friends and whatnot, whatnot. Okay. So, do you believe in romance and other relationships outside of romantic relationships? I do. I do. I believe I'm going on dates with your friends. And right. um, the person who introduced me to the concept was actually you, Kaylani. Was it? In college, <laughs> you're like, let's go on a date. Like, let's go on a friend date. And I don't remember where we went. I just remember, like, taking a picture of us in your car, the the... Oh, my little, little, yes. And I just like, oh my gosh, you know? And like, the concept of going on dates with like your friends was just so foreign to me. I Mm -hmm. to the concept of going on a date with yourself, you know, getting to to know yourself, blah, blah, blah. But doing it with your friends, I just thought it was simply hanging out. But Mm -hmm. no, it's like, it's literally like the intention, right? Mm -hmm. So I romanticize all my relationship with my friends. Like, girl, like, I, I'm trying to hype you up. I'm trying to hype our relationship up to, like, whatever level or stat. I want to wine and dine you. I want to treat you right because can't nobody else come into your life and try and treat you a certain way when I've been giving you top-tier, you know, treatment, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's also the other thing for me is that, like, my friends need to understand and know that they are worthy of so much just because mm-hmm. like, us, like, as a friend group, do so much for each other that somebody can't just waltz in 
and give, you know, bottom of the, you know, bottom barrel bullshit, right? So, you know, two birds, one stone, like, I get to spend time with my friends and adore them because, like, you guys are amazing people at the same time, which I hope is, like, you know, expressed, that you guys know your worth so that whenever you do want to pursue, like, a romantic relationship or even, like, a new friendship, that person doesn't come in thinking that they can do the bare minimum because Mm -hmm. the, the bar... It's high, okay? It's- Through the roof. So, yeah. But what about you? Mm-hmm. You're romanticized. Well, I, I know you kind of do, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely romanticize my friends. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I love giving gifts um, in any aspect. And I, like, I'm very attentive to detail and want to be sure that, like, that you know that, like, I hear you and that, like, you are important. And, um, like, even if it's like, what the heck, how did you, how'd you, I don't remember, ta- like you said, I don't remember talking about that. What, what? <laughs> like, but I guess, thank you. And I'm not, I guess, but thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and yes, I love, I love spending time with my friends the people in my, in my life. Um, and I can say for me, like the first time I was introduced to romance and a friendship was in high school. So much so that like, <laughs> I feel like people might have questioned <laughs> some things. <laughs> but, like, my high school best friend, we're still friends, besties to this day, and I would love for all of y'all to meet, honestly. Yes, I've been wanting to meet her forever. Yes. Time time will come soon. Time will come soon. But um, we, like, were, like, giving Valentine's Day th- gifts. We were giving um, birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, I think we even had like a uh, one at one point it was like our two year anniversary, like friendship anniversary thing. Like it was so like I still have my stuffed animals till this day, like of what I was given. And it was so thoughtful and intentional. And it was like, oh, my gosh, this is so weird. And we were like we would hold hands like because I'm again, I'm a physical touchy person. And I for me, like I can hold your hand. Like, oh, that's fine. Like we're friends. Skippy Nug Lane. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think anything. I guess sexual of it like you know how people like go in and think like oh if you're holding hands it's it means one thing no I'm just holding your hand mm-hmm. um and so like having that introduction it it kind of propelled me to want to do that in my other and all my other friendships and my other relationships to romanticize um romanticize everyone in my life um like my mom she was taking her class she took her medical coding class and before she started, I got her a, like, congrats for getting into the class gift. Because I was like, you know, you get your, your pencil book, some note, no, a notebook, some pens, and pencil book, pencil bag. Okay. <laughs> Don't your age, sis. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, getting those things for her, because it's like, you know, you're going to take notes. But, like. Again, something so small. And like you were saying earlier, it's like, it's little things, but it's the little things that like, whether you remember it or not, it's still in the moment. I just wanted to, like, I'm not doing it for, to keep score. I'm not doing it to, uh, like, even remember. People are like, oh, I don't, like you said just now, I don't remember that. Like, I was like, Did I? <laughs> okay. I don't remember that just because it's like I I do it out of the goodness and pureness of my heart because I care for you. Mm-hmm. And I also don't want to just sub, um what's the word? I don't want to just keep that that for a romance for just my romantic relationships. Um because one romantic relationships come and go. We said earlier it said it was a short-term thing. Mm-hmm. Um but they come and go. There are some that do end up saying long term but it's still good to have those other quality relationships in your life for when that romantic relationship leaves or is like unsupportive or unavailable in that moment it's just like you want to have those other quality relationships that you can feel content and sustained and satisfied with and so that's that's what I what I aim to do is just everybody gets gets love Mm-hmm. Um, do you romanticize yourself? Oh yes. <laughs> um, I have main character syndrome. It's <laughs> already in past podcasts. He's a Pisces, <laughs> y'all. He's a Pisces. 
hey, hey, look, <laughs> the that does play into it because I need the Lulu all the time. <laughs> I live in my delusional world. I am the main character. We're in a movie and it's all about me. Not necessarily, I'm not all about me in a bad way. Of course, like, you know, I give love to the side character. Okay, I'm just kidding. Anyways. LOL. I'm kidding. But yes, I do romanticize um, myself because I'm just like, who else if not me? You know, I know what I want for myself. I know how mm-hmm. to give the love I want to myself. You know, I wine and die myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And then if somebody else wants to come in and do it for me or do it with me, come along for the ride, you know? But at the end of the day, and I also think because of, like, how I was raised and what I went through in life that, like, a lot of people, not into, like, you know, my early adult stages, a lot of people didn't show up for me, you Mm -hmm. know, that I was hoping would or, like, gave this false sense of security that would. So I'm just like, well, shit, nobody's going to do it for me. I'm going to do it for myself. And, like, because I was a child, when I was a child, I was a reader, and I always lived in a fantasy world and whatnot, I just live in my own fantasy world. Like, you really can't tell me shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I just, one, don't give a fuck. And that's really it. I just don't. Mm -hmm. Like, I, this reality sucks. This world sucks at times. And so I'm just going to create the life that I want to live. And however I need to, like, get to that point I'll do it if it's within my means of course but yeah and so and sometimes I don't even make a sense like y'all be really like I'll be explaining something or talking about something or doing something and y'all will really be like busting what the fuck are you doing like (laughs) or why are you thinking like that I'm just like in my head it makes sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the main person who'll be calling me out is Natalie what do I love her for because like she's more logical than (laughs) exactly like she is the most logical person in our friend group. And I, I can be logical. Like, don't get into it. I can be logical. I just choose not to be. Because why? You know? Like, and don't get, like, I was going to make a career of being a lawyer and a judge. Okay? And then I was like, why would I do that on purpose? So, <laughs> I'm not going to do that on purpose. I'm trying to live a, t- a certain type of lifestyle. And that wasn't fitting the mold. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I love, but I also love it when Natalie pulls me down because, like, she Natalie is very grounded, mm-hmm. very grounded, and I yes. like clouds. But sometimes I really do need to be grounded, and I really do need to be told about myself. Mm-hmm. And she's the main person to do it, and the thing is, is the way that she says it too. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah. Whereas anybody else, they could say it too, and I, I can still agree. But Natalie just puts it in such a way that I'm just like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But um, yeah, but the circle back around, circle back around. Um, <laughs> yes, I do romanticize my life. I'm the main character in my life. And I'm going to treat myself well, you know? So mm-hmm. yes. And and you, Kaylani, I know you do, but go ahead and explain it, girl. So like, I'm very introverted and I, I like to spend time with myself. Mm-hmm. I can admit that um, I haven't been doing that a lot as late. You know, they don't talk about the different stages of adulthood you know when you're 18 to like 22 that's a baby adult you're only an adult for four years yeah. you don't start getting an adult adult until you're 25 i i'm sorry I, I know other people have struggles before and I, I i i understand and i empathize sympathize with that but i that was not my story <laughs> so it was easier for me to set aside more time for myself because everything else kind of like fell into play but like as an adult adult with like big girl bills and all these things it's like okay don't don't know if I can really do that but I do still try to find ways and find time for myself um like even if it's as simple as just me taking a bath and um just sitting there like watching my show I like to sit with the lights off I have my I have the smart um lights so I set them to like blue or like a dim purple Mm-hmm. And then I have my candle, and I just sit there and I just watch my show, and I like I enjoy it. Um, I, as an introvert, didn't always do it, but I actually do enjoy taking myself out and going to dinner. Um, I did it for my birthday this past year, this past birthday, and I actually really like really enjoyed it. And I was like, mm, I don't know, y'all. Just <laughs> 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 spending my birthday alone sounds like the thing. <laughs> 
y'all. And I would love to be celebrated by y'all, but I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It sounds, and then like in 20, when, I think 21, because I love traveling. And like, I always thought you had to travel with in a group. I took a semi-solo trip. I just visited my cousin, but still semi-solo because I did a lot of stuff by myself and I loved it. And I was like, again, I don't know y'all. <laughs> so for me, like for me to romanticize myself, it's like, I want, I like to, or I want to plan trips by myself, but also with friends, but like take that time to plan trips for myself, to take myself out to eat, to, um, cause I love food. I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. even if it's just like checking to a hotel and the thing is, is like I have to check into specific hotels because hotel bedding feels comfortable like a cloud but they do that because it's a trap because of the diseases that are in those things it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it sucks being in, in health <laughs> and knowing things Girl, but I don't want again do Lulu <laughs> <laughs> Just carry some Lysol. That's all you got to do is spray the bed down. So I do that. And like, I'm like, I'll check into a hotel right up the street and I'll buy myself wine, buy my favorite dessert and just sit in the hotel and watch the TV. That's to me is like, yes, so exciting. Um, And then like, it's reading books. It's going to the beach. I have a beach right uh, around the corner. I don't get in that water, but I sit on the sand. I like hearing the water. So the ocean sounds soothe me <laughs> I don't get in um but yeah so I could do a little bit more because I I used to love myself I say I don't love myself now but like I used to romanticize myself a lot more when I was in college um and I have the means now so I don't know what is happening but um definitely going to romanticize myself a little bit more as you should, as everybody should. But so, okay. go ahead. On to our last question. So, describe your favorite love memories from each category. I feel like we kind of answered this <laughs> a lot. Um, but yeah, Kaylani. So, what I are, didn't. Oh, oh, go ahead. So, yeah, go ahead and tell us your favorite love memories. Okay, so yeah, so for me, for the platonic one, there. There is not one specific moment. Um, like I said, my favorite moment in high school uh, was in high school. And um, it was for my birthday. So around my birthday, every time I was in AP and pre-AP courses. So every single t- courses, classes. But every time I um, had to take an AP test, either on my birthday or like the day, like the weekend before. Like it would be Saturday because it's the whole week between like Tuesday and Friday, taking AP classes, AP tests for four hours of the day. <laughs> so um, it was one year I finished taking my test and I walked out, went to lunch and walked out from lunch. And my friends, like it was two, my, my, so it was my high school best friend. And then kind of our friend, he, he's not a friend now, but him and whoever else. And they all like took confetti and they're like, happy birthday. <laughs> And I started crying because I was like, oh, wow, thank you. Um, I, like, not say I, did, I thought that they forgot, but it was like, oh, wow, like, you thought of me to do this. And I'm sure it was her idea, but I still acknowledge everybody in, the <laughs> in it. Um, my next one is that uh, surprise birthday party that y'all had for me. In Austin? No, the one, that one, yes, but the first one um in Madeira oh yeah okay I remember because I walked yeah. away <laughs> first of all I don't like wasting makeup so I'm like okay I appreciate it I appreciate it but y'all please just tell me to come <laughs> don't like wasting makeup <laughs> but um still I understand the sentiment of it you want it y'all want me to look good and um like feel pretty and so I appreciate it but I definitely cry like I feel like people are like oh she's crying don't cry I'm not crying because I'm sad I'm like I feel really loved and feel like really thought about, you know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I've had, I've done those things for other people, but it hasn't been done for me. So it was like to have that given to me, it was like, wow, my friends really care. And then we had a whole like twerk class, like it was a whole thing. <laughs> so I really loved that. Um, 
romantically, I've already spoken on that. I can speak on it again. I don't have any shame of talking about it, but there was a person that I dated that definitely, like, set the bar. Set the bar. Um, gave me all five love languages, all five love languages, and then more. Where we're just like, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the bar. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's not that, you gotta go. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess one of my favorite moments. Did I say it on this podcast before? If I have, I have. Mind your business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, but like you said, something you said earlier about you know, oh, I said that. Like I don't remember saying something about like saying anything, but. So it was during COVID, um, and it was my birthday. We weren't able to see each other because everything was shut down, and we're long distance. Uh, or we were long distance. And he was saying, like, oh, I got you something. Like, I got you two gifts. One of them is, like, an inside joke, and the other one is something you can use. And so I'm like, what's the inside joke? I don't understand. He's like, you talk about it all the time. Now, y'all know. By this point, if you don't know, I talk a lot. <laughs> A lot. That's something I can admit about myself. Like, <laughs> I, I talk a lot. So I'm sitting here racking my brain like, what in the world did I say for this man to give me a gift of it? So, again, we're going to uh, preface the story. I'm Caribbean. Okay? All right. I said it before. I'm going to say it again. Caribbean. Oh, this man got me rum cake in, mm-hmm. in the mail. Like, not like, it was through Amazon. It was from, um, I don't remember where it was from. But still, besides the point, it was it was like a well-known rum cake. It was, it was good. The thing was strong, first of all. But got me rum cake. And I literally was like, this man did not get, because, so the inside joke of it was that during COVID, for almost every holiday, my mom was making rum cake. We had rum cake for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. And then for Easter. So it was like <laughs> every time, I guess, not every time, but it was often I would, we would be FaceTiming. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm out making rum cake or I'm eating a bit of rum cake or whatever. Like it was always something with rum cake. So he got me that. And I said, wow, he pays attention. That's different. Never had that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing was painting. Um, he got me an, an easel, like a paint set thing. So it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need, we need all five. All five. Physical touch, quality time, all of it. Do things for me, yes. <laughs> so that's my favorite romantic. And then my favorite self, um, I did kind of touch on it earlier, um, but it was going, taking myself on the trip, um, going to St. Thomas, and um, just taking that leap. Like, I feel like if you're an introverted person, this is a, like a travel tip advice take a semi-solo trip. And when I say semi-solo, go someplace that you know someone is there that can, like, kind of be a tour guide, but also do things for yourself. Like, I mean, by yourself. So, yeah. Because it was... Now I'm like, I can travel by myself. I don't care. I'm going to book that hotel room by myself. Whatever. Um, But, yeah, those are my favorite moments. What about you? So, for me... Oh, again, too many to choose from. For friends, communal... um, um, one time in college, I think it was with Embrace, and we were playing hide and seek. Or no, it was was it your birthday or Marche's birthday? It was somebody's birthday, and we went out to Madeira outside. Playing- I think it was Desiree's, or maybe it was Marche. It was somebody's surprise party. It was somebody's, or maybe it was Rachel's. It don't matter. It was somebody's birthday, <laughs> and we were out there playing hide and seek like big ass goofy kids. Yes, and that really does warm my soul because I am a big ass goofy kid. <laughs> Or so because like I didn't get to be a kid when I was a kid. So when I get to do kid shit as adults, you know, um, so that was fun playing hide and seek in the dark, and I won each time. <laughs> um, and then another moment was going to, or I guess that's a self one. I'll talk about that one later. Romantic. Uh, I don't really have a lot of romantic experiences, but I will say when I went on <laughs> first date with this one person that shall not be named mm. and for I was they were there waiting for me I was struggling with my parking because it was downtown I'm like I'm here I'm on time there's no parking and they're like yeah yeah whatever and so I finally get up there and there's like roses waiting for me on the table Hi. mind you nobody's ever gotten me flowers like that at like you know on a romantic level or whatever 
So I'm just like, how the fuck you got me crying and we just walked in here, right? <laughs> okay. And it's just like, in that moment, I was like, damn, like you're really putting, trying to put in effort. You know, for me, nobody's ever done that. And I'm not saying that like, oh, they brought me flowers, that's enough. But like, for me and like my limited dating experience, it was definitely appreciated. So mm-hmm. um, that was for my romantic. Myself, when I went to Universal Studios and I treated my inner child and splurged on yes. all the souvenirs, <laughs> I spent almost four, no, I think I spent like about $400 <laughs> on souvenirs just treating my inner child. And that was just like self-care because, man, baby girl been wanting a whole lot of shit and couldn't mm. get a lot of shit. And I was like, we going to get this. So there's that. Um and then also anytime I buy myself a book (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's like when I'm like you know loving on myself and treating myself um and those are love moments because reading is my most number one favorite thing to do like out of anything that I'd rather be doing besides sleeping (laughs) hanging out with my friends (laughs) no I'm kidding but besides like you know sleeping and hanging out with my friends reading is the number one thing I'd rather do so anytime I buy myself a new book I'm just like Oh my God. Anytime I sit in my office and look at my bookshelf, I get like just a rush of euphoria. Like it makes me so happy to look at my bookshelf because like I wanted to own books and never could. And now I can. And I'm just like, yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah. You put to words what I was trying to describe earlier. I'm like, but that part of my brain that lights up. (laughs) Euphoria? Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's euphoric. (laughs) But yeah. But yes, friend. So <laughs> we have reached the end of this discussion, and it's been worthwhile. And I'm glad that we were able to talk about this and deep dive. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like people have a one one track mind when it comes to love, and don't realize how it expands to other places and areas of their life. To like again, communal love or platonic love and a self love. But I also want to like kind of just say with like my tidbit that I think communal love is the most important type of what love. And the reason why is that you can't discover self-love until you have experienced communal love. And so I feel like communal love, platonic love, that from family and the people who have been around you like growing up really helps cultivate these other types of love that you may experience in your life Mm -hmm. or should, as far as like, self-love you should definitely experience that you should definitely have self-love and a romantic love as well so platonic love communal love i think is very important and i hope that everybody will have have if they don't have it will get it at some point in their life i agree like i said earlier everything goes hand in hand um you can't have one without the other or like let me rephrase you can't have a healthy and qualitative form of one without the others um mm-hmm. yeah. But yes. So now that we have reached the end, let's go ahead and move on to our favorite parts. Yeah. <laughs> so give you guys recommendations. So we have our T-Rex, of course. So Kaylani, what do you have for us today? Y'all know I love sticking to the theme. If you don't know already, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the tea that I found, and I actually went and tried it today just because I want to let y'all know how things taste before I try it, before I recommend. But it's, um, quote unquote, the love tea. It's rose, chamomile, and lavender. And uh, I got it at Target. It's by the, not Yogi. It's in my, it's, I have it at work. <laughs> I'll 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 put it in the bottom when I when I find it in the notes. It's in the notes. So yes. But mm-hmm. it's really good. Um I'm always leery about lavender in my food because I can sense I can smell it. Um but it's really good, really soothing. I feel like the rose and the lavender kind of um like counteract each other. So it's the lavender isn't as strong. Um but yeah, and there's there's a lot of benefits to it. Um, it's anti-inflammatory. It helps regulate sleep. It's in digestion. It boosts your immunity, protects your skin, lowers stress levels, and it soothes menstrual cramps. Um, it's also high in vitamin C, 
and provides uplifting and soothing qualities so I can see why it's called the love tea because you know if you are less stressed you're more likely to be alive you know I typically don't like lavender except for lavender chamomile I do like that tea but you know me and lavender kind of don't really mess with each other Mm -hmm. but I will give that a try um my tea is elderberry tea and Mm. so elderberry tea has a lot of like health benefits the main one is helping boost your immune system um but I do have nine points here so like the first one helps with major cold and flu second it helps with sinus infections which me when I get my allergies act up I don't get itchy eyes runny nose or anything like that I get sinus migraines my sinuses become inflamed okay so this tea me and the tea is best friends Um, (laughs) it helps lower blood sugar it's a natural diuretic uh, for those who don't know what diuretic means, it helps with like, you know, you peeing or so having peeing. bowel movements and whatnot. Um, it's a natural laxative. So, you know, if you constipated, go ahead and drink that tea. Um, it encourages healthy skin. Hmm. It helps ease with your allergies. It's known to help prevent cancer and um, it can help improve your heart health. So it has a lot of um, benefits. So I will go ahead, rinse the store and get some of that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So, on to the book recs. Um, This time, uh, we took the option of recommending a book from each category or each love category. Um, So, you want to go first and recommend with your recommendation? Yes, yes. So, for romantic love, I have uh, my book recommendation is Restore Me by J.L. Sievers. Um, I forgot the character's main name, her name. But this has to do with kind of like a second chance romance, kind of. And the thing is, I don't like second chance romances because why'd you mess up the first time? But anyways, <laughs> besides the point, the Lulu, the Lulu. I'm a Pisces, y'all. Don't mind me, okay? So, um, but I really love this book. Um, it's about the main character. Her um, husband passed away, I think. Uh, two, five, I don't know. He had passed away and now it's like in the future of her like, you know, kind of move on with life. And the thing is her best, his best friend, the husband's best friend, they had all went to the same college. And so the main character and the best friend actually met first before the main character, her husband did. And so, you know, they were supposed to get together, but they were, they ended up not getting together, even though he fell in love with her the first night, basically. Mm -hmm. Right. But then, you know, the husband and the world, they get together. And so he is basically like loving this girl from afar because he can't, that's his best friend's girl, you know? So anyways, husband passes away. And this is um, about the best friend and the, um, the main character coming together. And when I tell you this is written so beautifully, I was like, dang, you know? And when I tell you I was ready to fight, okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so that's romantic love. And then for... Um, I'm with you. Why didn't you get it right the first time? <laughs> <laughs> Look, but when you read the, this one, makes sense. Some other second chance romances, I'm like, mm, mm. Not deserving. Right. Um, for platonic love, I have a um, Black Girl Magic Fantasy. It's called The Gilded Ones by Ni- uh, Nanina Forna. And so, though there is romantic love in this book, kind of, not too much, it's about this girl, damn, I forgot her name, I probably looked it up. Anyways, it follows this girl who, like, has magic, and she's forced to be, like, in this all-girl army, and so basically, in this all-girl army, a sisterhood is formed with the girls, and there's one girl in particular that their friendship is just so beautiful to me, in the way that they support each other, I'm just like, yes like I don't even care about this dude like stop talking about this romantic stuff like I want more on their friendship I want more on this sisterhood this girlhood of girls who like descend from these goddesses and have to fight guess who men because Mm -hmm. they act right anyways and not all men let me preface that not not Mm -hmm. all men but anyways so um yeah, and then I hate to say it, but I don't have a book for self love. <laughs> um, and because I was, I was wanting to recommend a book that I read, and I mean, I guess I could read like or recommend like memoirs, but like 
I don't want to. So yeah. I don't have a book for self-love. <laughs> but what about you, Kaylani? So mine, it's a problematic fave. And the reason it's problematic is because the author. Um, it's The Milk and Honey by Rupi, Rupi what is your girl's name? Rupi Kaor. Mm-hmm. I love the poetic, like the poems in it and the poetic structure of it. Love it. So shout out to the Black author she stole it from. Hate that she stole it from her and mm-hmm. got money off of it. That's how I'm like, it's a problematic fave because I really did love the poems in it. I did. Mm-hmm. I think I actually own that. Yeah, that book's actually on my bookshelf. <laughs> and the only reason why I have it is because I remember Marche gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And I just never threw it away because <laughs> I'm like, I don't throw books. Well, okay. I do get rid of some books. But I was like, I I am with you. Problematic fave. Like, these yeah. poems were hitting. For sure. You stole them. Like, right. off of you as in being an author. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to call her an author. Plagiarizer. But whatever. Right. So again, shout out to the Black author whose poems she stole from. Because mm-hmm. they were beautiful. And mm-hmm. I look forward to reading your work whenever you write it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, a platonic one um, is It's Not All Downhill From Here by Terry McMillan. I had recommended a book from her earlier um, in the podcast, earlier in the year. Uh, this one is about a woman who goes through a breakup and her friends are just kind of like there to support her because obviously it feels like it is like the end of the world. And um, she kind of, this was like her, what's the word? Um, like this is who she thought was the one. And that, like, if it's if it's not him, then what's the point? And so her friends kind of just like, yeah, you know. But also, there's there's this, and they help her see the the value in life again. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you, blessing, I couldn't think of a self love one only because there's books that I've recommended um, already that do deal with self love, um, like. Like by Terry McMillan, it was uh, what is the name of that book? Uh, I have the image of the cover in my head and everything, don't worry about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I couldn't think of one that we uh, we haven't recommended. Um, so I'm gonna just re recommend them. Children of Children of Blood and Bone is about self love and self um, discovery. Mm-hmm. And they need to drop that movie. I, I know they're teasing about it. Either the movie or the third book, ma'am, because I am fiending over here. Same. Same, same, same. So I'm gonna just throw that in the in the in the in the hat again or in the ring again. Children of Blood and Bone. Or if I didn't recommend the second book. <laughs> Children of what is it? Vengeance, Vengeance and For, uh, Vengeance and Virtue. And Virtue, yes. So yeah, the second one. If you if I didn't recommend the second one, that's it. But no, um, yeah. And so speaking of books, we are, think- <laughs> we are thinking of starting a book club. And so if you are interested in joining the book club, please either email us um, or DM us on Instagram. Um, we're going to find a book that everyone loves and we're going to have a, uh, open discussion, or not open discussion, but a group chat on Instagram, um, where we discuss the book in there. So if you would like to join, please let us know. Yes. And you know me, well, actually you don't, but, um, I love book clubs. I have tempted book clubs. I love to read. I'm super excited. I love community around like reading all types of literature so yeah drop suggestions you know mm-hmm. let us know what you guys are into yes and lastly um if you have a small business uh we are going to start promoting two businesses a month on our social media so if you have a podcast or you sell things or you just have a venue that you want to let like have people rent it. whatever it is that you have if you own it girl or a guy or, or they <laughs> yes um, if you own it we will promote it um so just again dm us uh the name of your business a little snippet about what your business is about or what inspired you to start it 
and your social media pages and we will start promoting you that's lit we're looking forward to communion with you guys mm-hmm. but okay looks like we have reached the end of this lovely podcast <laughs> see what I did there <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm being goofy anyways <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. As you know, you can definitely follow us on our social medias. The links will be in our description. Make sure to like, share, and review. Make sure it's five stars. If it's less than five, go ahead and slide in our DM and tell us why. Um, but yeah. Yes. And if you're listening on, oh my gosh, how can I forget? How do we forget? We're on Amazon Music, y'all. Oh, yes. We are on four platforms now. Look at us doing it big. <laughs> so if you're listening on any one of those, you can definitely either DM or email us your um, review. There you go. <laughs> Once again, thank you guys for joining and we love and appreciate y'all. Until the next time. Bye. Bye. I'm not going to